Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Hello, hello everyone. This is Suzanne Knabonikol from Police Science Doctor with Police Science Snippets one, number 134. Quite a lot. So these snippets are basically pieces of information that I've extracted from research findings that have mostly recently been published in um, about police science, investigative psychology, police research, criminology, forensic sciences, and anything that could be useful and applicable to law enforcement. So as practitioners often don't have access to these, it is police science doctors' mission to basically bring all that knowledge to the people that should be having access to it and that could be using it. So everyone can get these emailed straight to their inbox every Tuesday if you subscribe to the Police Science Doctor email list, which is completely free and you can leave anytime. And the main thing that you get is these Police Science snippets with the links to the original research. You also get password access to the page on the Police Science Doctor website where you can download all the previous snippets as well as PDFs and build yourself a little library of scientific findings that are relevant to law enforcement. So just Google police science, go to the police science doctor website and enter your details into the form that pops up or just enter your details in the form at the bottom of every page. So the first snippet for this week is about school, school suspension and crime. When schools suspend students, the, super, um, the suspension acts not as a deterrent, but as an amplifier of future punishment, mainly due to labeling theory. Research now found that suspension amplifies black and Hispanic students' risk of arrest relative to that of white students, but in some cases diminishes white students' risks of arrest. So if you've got a black or Hispanic students, their risk of getting arrested increases when they've been suspended from school. Um, for whites, they haven't quite found that effect. Sometimes it does actually increase. It, it, sometimes it does in, uh, decrease the risk of arrest. So something to keep in mind, school suspension have often been called a direct pipeline to delinquency. I understand that teachers are potentially overwhelmed with disruptive students, but suspending them is actually the worst thing that we could do to them in response. The second science snippet and finding for this week is about robberies and the nighttime economy. So the nighttime economy are pubs, bars, late night restaurants, discos, clubs, and these kind of things. It, uh, so this research found that most robbery offenses are committed by male suspects, mostly in the age range of 15 to 28, and their victims tend to be males aged between 15 and 35. The proportion of offenses committed against males is higher in a nighttime economy context, as is the use of fists and violence. Some of these robberies might actually start out as fistfights between intoxicated individuals and then later turn into a robbery. Okay, so I know we're always saying that we're always worried about the safety of females um, out and about, but actually males are at a higher risk of at a higher risk of being um, recipients of violence when it comes to violence from strangers. Um, I think for women and, and girls, the risk is mainly from people they know, live with, um, have relationships with, are related to or acquainted with, acquainted with. The last and final snippet for this week is about rape victim advocates. So these are people who 
um, who deal with a number of services on behalf of rape victims. And they, they try to represent them in meetings and try to make their voice heard rather than the rape victim having to retell the same circumstance over and over again and have to try with uh, to deal with different services. Um, it was found that the hardest part of advocates' work include feeling like they cannot like they cannot help survivors, hearing survivors' stories, and seeing the failings of the criminal justice and legal systems. Most advocates, as in 81% in this study, experienced stress, um, STS, what did that stand for? Stress, um, sorry, st secondary trauma symptoms. That's right, I should have actually written that out in there. Experienced secondary trauma symptoms is written out in the article if you, if you click on the link. Um, which is evident in emotional and behavioral responses. And again, most advocates, 71%, confirm that the hashtag MeToo movement and coverage of sexual violence in the news and social media or television contribute to their secondary, secondary traumatic stress or secondary trauma symptoms. Um, so that's, that's quite interesting. I didn't go through the whole article. This one is not accessible to everyone you can the links that i sent will take you to the original research where it's published some of these are open access and i mark a little oa which means that everybody can access it the ones that are not open access your employer or your institution or you will need to have a subscription to that particular publisher and that journal in order to get the full research so this one needs a subscription the previous two from this week are actually open access which is great um, that's always better i think all research should be open access so i hope there was something that um in there that was of relevance to you remember i cover a lot of different topics so not everything is going to be um suitable for your particular role at this point in time every week but go through the library go through the read page and all the previous snippets, download them if you want and see which ones are relevant to you. And hopefully there'll be something for you sooner or later. Also sent in something that I could use. Um, I would really appreciate that. I actually just remembered as I started talking to you here, somebody did send me something for last week, which I did want to include. I was a lecturer from the UK. Apologies. Um, I uh, slipped my mind when I was um, going through these, but um, hopefully I'll, I'll include it in next week. So I really appreciate when people do that because it's not that easy to find something that's really practical every week and, you know, three articles per week, but um, I do my best. So I'll speak to you guys again next week. Thank you very much and all the best. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this content useful. You can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps, and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address, and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam. This is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts. Thank you.